0: Thank you, brother. Good evening, Christian friends. And a special good evening to those ministers who stood in that salute. The Lord God bless you, my brother. I am with you 100% in this gospel, too. And I've got more, just only some, possibly 200 of them in here, of just gospel preachers tonight. God bless you, my brothers and sisters. And may the Lord ever make His grace to shine upon you. Give you exceedingly abundantly
1: above all
0: that you could do or think. It's my prayer. This is the night when we gather together for the closing of a meeting, which is always a sad time, yet a blessed time. It's usually more healing than the last night, and there is all the rest of the night put together. And when you were singing that glorious old song of, our will only believe that all things are possible, only believe. I was thinking of that, that, who wrote that song, Paul Rader, how many ever knew Paul Rader, does anybody know Paul Rader Rick, sure a wonderful man, not long ago I was standing in his, in the very place where he wrote the song, and it was coming in over the the ways of only believe, and I was thinking of Paul, I tell you, I'm kind of a temperamental person. And when I heard that and know that Paul Rader perhaps sat on that same chair when he wrote only believing they was introducing me to the platform, oh I just couldn't keep from crying. I just something just dripped down in my heart. Paul Rader. I was thinking when he died here in California, the remarks he made. He told a very personal friend of mine, who's a bosom chum, He said, Brother, if I'd have sold my message of grace to the Red Hot Pentecost instead of coming over here doing what I did, I'd have been better off today. That's right. I'd say amen to that. <laughs> Just a while ago, I was talking to Brother Shuler, Jack Shuler, having a meeting here. He said, Brother Branham, said, when I come into Fort Wayne, I followed you. I told him, I said, Brother Jack, I never come here as your competitor. I come here as your brother. He said, well, I wonder what you've been doing down there. He said, Just shut in the woods. He said, That's fine. I said, Well, Brother Schubert, um, uh, my ministry is more afraid for the sick. He said, Stay with it, Brother Branham. I said, what's uh, uh, Pentecostal people? He said, I'm Pentecostal too. He said, What is a Pentecostal person, Brother Branham? He says, A fellow that's the has an Orthodox Methodist, got a whole lot of spirit about him. <laughs> that's true. That's about right. <laughs> he said, When he was in Fort Wayne, Said, as soon as I got there, of course, some of the dry stars, you know, I had something to say after my meeting. He said, the brethren, Brother name of the temple there, who was backing up my meeting where I was at, he said they went out there and got a girl that was a perfect maniac. She was insane in all the institutions. They put her out and she jumped through the windows. She jumped through a two-story window once, out from a two-story, fell into the yard and hurt herself. Perfectly insane. No, nothing or nothing, was brought to the meeting and made perfectly whole. said so he brought that person right up to the platform and said, here she is, and I don't want to hear more criticism about Brother Brand." That's settled. So that was all. So that was all. Yes. Brother, there's a whole lot of them out there in those denominations with us in the heart. That's right. And Brother Jack Shuler is a fine man. Did you hear me say the first night I come here? Give me a little something it's his own slogan, so I guess I can pass it on. As he said, Brother Branson, no doubt a lot of people talk about your divine healing, praying for the sick. He said, They talked about me and dramatizing. He said, He told me I could pass this on, so I will. He said, Now goes to somebody said, Jack, why don't you quit all that there dramatizing? All that carrying on like that, and just preach Christ and let it go. He said, Are you a fisherman? I said, Yes. I said, what do you use for base T bone steaks? Said, no. So what do you use? said, worms? He said, do you like them? He said, no. He said, what are your fish with them for? He that's what the fish bite on. He said, that's what it's for. He <laughs> said, Brother Ben, that's with your ministry. When you come to town, people expect you to pray for the sake. They're so not coming to town to look for the drama. They're so not because we want to do it, but that's our ministry. That's right. Let's stay with it till Jesus comes. That's right. Stay right with us. Amen. Now after this meeting, I've been to Phoenix, I think this is three or four times I've had services in Phoenix. But i say this in the depths of my heart, this has been one of the most pleasant times I've ever stayed in Phoenix. Okay. My boy just met me, Brother Sherrick comes and gets me at night and brings me up. Billy meets me here at the door, brings me on in. Brother is coming down, we were talking, Billy met me there and he said, I said, well, son. What about if you have a little sacrament in hand so they give you a love offering to I want to thank you." I said, What about the offerings? It says, Everything is paid up clear and they had some left over to go into the missionary. God bless your gallant soul. But the best of my knowledge, I'll do the best that I can with it through the upbuilding of the kingdom of God. Thank you kindly, and may God richly bless you and repay you a hundredfold for all that you have been. And then there will be no debts left in the city and so forth. Everything will be clear. And our missionary offering and a couple hundred dollars or whatever it was left over out of the other will be placed right into the missionary offering. It will all go for overseas work, which I know you'll be pleased with that, to know that that's an in-my-love offering, whatever it be, to the $300 when I get home, or whatever it may be. Uh, what debts I have, I'll pay it for right into the meeting, and what's left over that will go right straight into foreign missions. That's exactly the truth, and God knows that to be true. I thank every one of you. I want to say a salute to my brethren and sisters, the sponsors of this meeting, and the cooperation of these pastors, who have come and put not only their presence, but their time and their heart in the meeting. You've been wonderful, my dear brothers and sisters, and if we never meet again this side the river, we'll meet at the other side. I trust that soon I can return to these for a longer meeting. one thing we need here in Phoenix is either a great big auditorium, seat 8 or 10,000 people, or bring a tent. That's the best. And then stay until it's over. That's your honor. Thank you very kindly. That makes me feel doubly welcome back. And I appreciate it. I'm your friend to help you at any time that I can. Now, to the laity. That's, we can't have a church unless we got the laity. You know, the pastor can't do it all. It's got to take the members of the church. Each one of you has helped support this meeting with your finance. You have supported it with prayer. And tonight, if schedule worked out regularly, two little women has been hid away, in these eight days of the meeting has been fast and praying for this meeting. That's one of the reasons that it was a success. That's right. And may I trust this ear here tonight I was told to me a pretty good authority, which I believe is authentic. So I appreciate you, sisters, and appreciate you not only them but others who've been fasting and praying too, and backing me up with your wonderful faith in Jesus Christ. Oh, when I stand around a group like that and that wall of faith around, you don't get scared, I can tell you that. And there's something just stands right by you and makes you know that. Something's with you. we for putting up with that old sass brass preaching of mine. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm not a, much of a preacher, and you even rallied at it, so I, I thank you. <laughs> that's a lot of grace. <laughs> I appreciate you very much. I want to thank you, each and every one. Now to another. This Brother Ballard here. I never knew him very well, but this guy's uh, name. hes the one who called me. I heard him at the ministerial Breakfast the other morning, heard him speaking for the first time, and besides a Christian, he's a diplomat. That's right. He's a fine brother. Not only that, but I met other brothers and sisters there who were real consecrated men and women of God. The very backbone and heart of Phoenix. That's right. Brother Schuller said in these three weeks, I think he would had 500 except Christ. I don't know how many we've had here, so we believe when we both leave tonight that. Phoenix will be better off because of your all's cooperation with us in these evangelistic meetings that has been going on in Phoenix. If Jesus had come along, there'd be at least a thousand people going where we would not have went otherwise. So we thank the Lord. Dollars and cents could never count those souls, could they? Never. Never. And God will bless us and live right on as we have with more than we did have in the beginning. Now the Lord be with you. Another person I want to recognize here tonight. And that's my good friend John Sheriff. Thank you. Many of you may not know him. The little fellow who stands back has much, nothing to say. He's—I didn't mean a little fellow. My <laughs> brother's corrected me. He weighs about two twenty, <laughs> and, and me, probably a little fellow because you nice, what I mean, he's just as humble as a baby, just a very fine dog, and his dear old gray-headed mother, and her, and his wife, and his children. We salute them with the respect that only a Christian can do, deep beyond unto their homes from now on. They take us right in and give us the best that can be done, and oh my. I just can't express how we feel about the Sherrick family. God bless them, give them home life. And many of you know John Sherrill, how he came to be what he is now, because of humility in his heart. When a minister came here and John Sherrod owned a little bitty cabin of a house, and this minister had nothing, the Lord told him to give that house to the man. All he had, and he took his wife and their clothes, the best of my knowledge now, and left and went up somewhere and put her in a garage and lived up there in a taking care of somebody's buildings and things up there for the rent of the place, working down here and had to borrow enough money to go into business from somebody here in town, and you know what God has done for him. And he's never got his head swelled up, he just the same dear old brother Sheridan he used to be a long time ago. And I don't know, I hope you don't get angry at me for saying that, but not long ago, that man was on the streets of a city selling apples with nickel teeth to take care of a widowed mother. God bless his gallant soul and may he live long. That's right. And now he's taking care of a lot of little with mothers. Everyone who comes in, he'll put them somewhere and take care of them. God bless them. Now, another person I want to recognize tonight is, I don't know the man, I don't know whether he has a representative here or not, but it's this man that's got this light out here the Blakely, I believe it's called, the man has got that light. I never heard of the man, I guess he knows nothing about us, but yet with that courtesy, we say God bless Mr. Bakley and may his service stations ever remain. Amen. Thank you, Mr. Bakley, or your representative here, or whoever it is. That's the way we all feel. If I ever in Arizona, I don't know where to buy gasoline. Right. I think the people feel the same way. Anybody's got a heart to help us? in this great time of crusade, we're very happy. He never That's not a commercial, that's not a thing, that's from pure love from my heart for the man. That's right. That's right. There's not one thing he ever asked me to say, one word. He never asked anything to be said. I just feel that way about it. That's right. And that's the way we feel about it, every one of us. Somebody who's interested in our Lord Jesus Christ, we're interested in his welfare. Is that right? Because well, he's our brother. Now we, we pray that God will bless all. Now, next is for this arena here. I'll be called Madison Square Garden. I've been in Madison Square Garden in New York, a little larger, but I wouldn't be any more welcome. <laughs> That's right. To the custodian. There's a man who happens in out here at night with a flashlight. I don't know he has a parking here or something. A fine gentleman. It's about the only one that I know personally that has anything to do with it. And to you who are here the custodians or the a uh, businessman or whatever it is they see to this, we thank you from the depths of our house for opening up your doors. And may, when you come to the land of glory, may Jesus Christ open up the doors for you to receive you in, to his kingdom is our prayer. God bless you. If we could be a favor to any, we'll be glad to do it. Now, tonight has been at the last night, and it really has been a healing service and a great pleasure. One thing more I want to say before I leave to Brother Jack Moore and Brother Brown. They've been with me through sick and thin and they're you're with me tonight and been with me through this meeting. And I, I just oh I don't know how I have to say about those brothers. They're just well, we're just one in Christ Jesus, that's <laughs> it. And so I trust trusting tonight now that God will bless you, may every one of you live and I live to see one another again in a great meeting in Phoenix, Arizona. May God bless you. To the white, to the Spanish, to the colored, to the Indian, to whoever it is, peace be unto you. God bless you. My brethren. Now I wish to read some of our Heavenly Father's words, and then I'm going to have prayer for the handkerchiefs. Many of them are here. Um, oh yes, I just remembered my wife told me to, to thank the lady that made some little Indian dresses for one for each my little girls and for the wife, too. I dressed her up in this morning Took her pictures. She's an Indian now. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Kylie. Someone sent us a cake and head on there to the little Eskimos and Brother Branham up. Thank you. Somebody give Billy Paul two dollars to give me. Thank you. And I was leaving this afternoon. A fine young man came and said, Brother Branham, you must take this. And laid in my hand. It was six dollars. Five dollar bill and one wine. God bless you, my brother, and to everything. If I've left out any, you forgive me. I'll I, I miss them. Catch you all. Now in the scriptures, found over here in the book of Acts, I want to read first, and then found in Acts the second chapter and the twenty second verse. Now I'm just going to read and give testimony, and tonight I'm going to spend all my time in a prayer line praying for the state. You I uh, want to call just as many across the platform as I can, see what our Lord Jesus will do for us i been in prayer the last few hours, asking God what to do and how to do it. And I want, if God will hear my prayer, may there not be one feeble person in this building when it's left. I wish there was some way that I could. We used to have the old fast plan where we caused people to crowd through. I don't know. Some of them think that's still good. But it crowds the people up and so forth, it is a personal contact, that is right. But if you just take this to note and believe with all your heart, now just make it fundamentally fact, see, that what you see our Lord Jesus, it isn't a man, see, and you're sitting amongst the cream of the crop of Christians, see? And you're right there where all that prayers are going up out there, right there when the Lord here moving over the people. Well, that's the the very thing that does the healing, isn't it? It's the very essence of healing. Now, listen here, and I'm going to speak of Jesus, the Son of God, 22nd verse of the second chapter of Acts. Ye men of Israel, hear these words, Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you, by miracles, wonders, and signs which God did by him in the midst of you as you yourself also know. Let me give Peter's uh, address here to you again. Ye men of Israel. Hear these words, Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God by miracles and wonders and signs, which God did by him in the midst of you, as you also are a witness. Who has he saying about? Jesus of Nazareth. God approved him by what? Signs, wonders, and miracles. Now, I'm going to read what Jesus said in St. John 5 beginning with the 33rd verse. He sent unto John, and he bare witness of the truth. want you to notice now, catch these words close to reading this word just before. This he said, in the 30th chapter, I can't, 31st I can of my own self do nothing as I hear our judge, see, all praise given to the Father, now, I said, you sent to John, and he bear record of the truth, but I received not testimony from man. But these things that I say that you might be saved, he was a burning and a shining light, and you were willing for a season to rejoice in his life. In whose life? John's life. What light he was bringing, you were willing to rejoice. Listen, but I have greater witness. Than that of John, for the works which the Father has given unto me to finish, the same works that I do bear witness of me that the Father has sent me. God's a vindication of me. Listen, and the Father Himself, which has sent me, has borne witness of me. Now, in the John the sixteenth chapter, I want to read some more, beginning with the twenty-eighth verse. His disciples said unto him, Lo, now speakest thou plainly, and speakest no proverb. Here's where I want you to get to now. Now we are sure that thou knowest all things, and that no. And it not that any man should teach thee, by this we believe that thou comest forth from God." Listen, because Jesus knew these things and spoke them to the people, they said, Now you're speaking where we can understand. He knew what the woman's sin was, he knew where the fish had a coin in his mouth. When Philip came, or Nathaniel, he knew where he was at under a tree, praying before him. Philip found him. He said, by this, that's no proverb, he said, by this we believe that you come out from God. Look at Jesus, the 31st verse. Jesus answered them, Do ye now believe? May the Lord add his blessing to his word. May I say this, as our Lord said it, Do you now, believe? you now, the gospel has been preached, the sick has been made well, signs and wonders of supernatural power has moved through the audience, performing things that's beyond any comprehension of the human mind, Jesus Christ proving himself in the resurrection of the saints, yesterday, today, and forever, knowing the thoughts of the people as seer indeed. not only that, but souls have been saved and filled with the Holy Spirit, confirmation of the word, all these things together. Do you now believe? Believe that he has risen from the dead and living among us tonight? The same yesterday, today, and forever? Do you not believe that he's not a respected person? He heals the Spanish, he heals the white, he heals the Indian. He shows visions to the Spanish, to the white, to the Indian. To those who you can speak your language, those who have another kind of language, and those who have another language. So God is God over every person, every color, every race, every language. He's God raised from the dead, living among us, no respected of persons, neither male nor female, but all one in Christ Jesus. Oh, isn't that lovely? Here tonight, by faith I say this, by faith I believe tonight that you'll see visibly in this audience the moving of the same Holy Spirit that was on Jesus Christ. Showing signs and wonders. Without a doubt, the same Holy Spirit doing the same thing. Now, when Jesus is here on earth, he did not claim to be a healer, he did claim to be a great person. <clears throat> he said, Of myself, I can do nothing. Is that right? I only do what the Father shows me to do. What I see the Father doing, that I do also. Is that right? Now, no prophet. And no, no one, even the Lord Jesus, never at any time ever performed a miracle or done anything without first God showing or advising them to do it. Look at the great prophet Elijah. Someone come not long ago. Someone had criticized me the paper, and a man that was with me said, "Brother Ben, I'd go out there and put a curse on that paper." the whole brother. Jesus said, I never come to destroy people, I come to save people. They criticize them. That's alright. That don't hurt me. That's the best drawing card I got. right. I get all that publicity free. We don't have to pay for it. So what money we pay for that, we take it over to the missionary overseas. Oh, see? That don't hurt. That's good. Everybody can not see what all the trouble's about. <laughs> then we get it free. So they just do a favor not knowing it, see. So he said, We need another Elijah. We'll come out on Mount Carmel and said, Now dare you come out here. I said, well, wait just a minute, brother. He said, Elijah never waited for no vision, only thing he did is go out there and do it. I said, I'll beg your pardon, brother, you're a scholar, but you're a long ways off the track right there. When Elijah called out there on the day at Mount Carmel, he laid those things together and walked out there and he said, Lord, I have did all this at your word. Is that right? Sure, always. At your word. Jesus said, I can do nothing of myself, but what I see the Father doing, I do the same thing He shows me. Is that right? St. John 5, 19. So the Father worketh, I worketh the other two. In other words, all the ways of the supernatural and no flesh can glory in the presence of God. So we just wait. Now some men don't see vision. Some go by inspiration of presentment. Uh, the Holy Spirit says to a, a pastor, move to this other church over here. Though he don't get the money, though they're, but they're in need. I want you over there. He don't wait for a vision because that's not his ministry. He just goes over there and God just as much as it would be in a vision. Think. All right, others go by something else, but all together is the working of the Holy Spirit. So Lord bless you. Now, look, Christian, my dear little children in Christ, my lovely
1: ones,
0: I hate to leave you tonight, honest I do. I don't have to say that, but I really wish that I had a couple more weeks and teens. But I, I just, just got my meeting so set, just pushing a day here and a day there and a day like that. So I just got to hurry just as quick as I can get home and start right off. I'll get in. If nothing happens, on go one morning and start right off that afternoon. So at the beginning of the very next day. So you pray for me, will you? And uh, perhaps I won't see you no more, I guess, until I come back from overseas. But. Uh, maybe it's an order, maybe to tell that vision. I promise you, I would. I've got it written here in the Bible. And here's what will take place: the angel Lord has come to me and told me to return to Africa, and He set me down in Africa and showed me a greater meeting than was there the first time. Then while I was standing there, while another angel come down from the heaven, he looked like some sort of a red like garment. But he was above me, and he, he turned me to the east, and I've seen all the African people here. The African people were sturdy, heavy built. but well, these were thin-like people. looked like they had a, like a, a blanket around them, and had been pulled up and stuffed down like this. And uh, I couldn't recognize them, but oh, there were so many more than they was of these African people. And this angel above me turned on a gritty, oscillating light. And it began to show back like that. And just as far as I could see was nothing but people. And it was up over hills and valleys. And they looked like Indians. And then when this angel above me spoke to the angel that's always with me at my side, the big fellow, and kind he of dark complexion, hair down to his shoulder, folded his arms. He was standing here by my side. I heard him tell this one standing by me. And the voice was so strong that it. Broken out of the vision, said there's 300,000 of those in that meeting. Mark that down, says, Thus saith the Lord. When the Archbishop of India came to my place recently and received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, Archbishop Pelea, he said, Brother Graham, the way they looking for you there, so that meant converts. <laughs> He I'll assure you there'll be anywhere from a half to a million people in your congregation. He said, all India is away And with this vision to back it up, watch what our Lord will do. I'm expecting a half a million converts in my journey. We go to Africa, to India, to Palestine, to Luxembourg and Frankfurt, back to London, and then back home, and then down in South, um, Australia, New Zealand and down in there. Uh, perhaps maybe you'll get to see after you come back overseas. I want to ask you now, when the, when the waves go dark in Africa and India, remember, when you go to India, you just believe anything. Trick workers all kinds the same. It was the same way in Africa. Don't you think those witch doctors won't challenge you? <laughs> they sure will. But I've never seen a time when I have a dozen stand before me at one time to watch Jesus Christ, the Son of God, come in power. And then I've never been scared. Never in my life. Because I know He was the one who sent me. It's up to Him to take care of me. That's right, I think. And when the way getting dark over there, I'll close my eyes and remember that through this beautiful sunshine valley of peace, I've got thousands of people praying for me. And I, I feel secure that your prayers are wrapping me up. And may God be with you. If any of you have to slip off the glory before we meet again, God be with you. I'll meet you there by God's grace. At that great day, where we won't be praying for the sick or need preaching the gospel, we will be shouting the praises of the Lamb. God bless you. Now I want to pray and pray for these angels. Our kind heavenly Father, as we have gathered here in this building for the farewell meeting of this campaign. O great Jehovah God, we thank Thee for every soul that was saved. We thank Thee for everyone you give the Holy Spirit to, them that renew their bow. We thank Thee for every healing that you give to the people. Seeing their testimonies come in by letters from the beginning of the week as they went home, find out that tumors are missing, cancers have come up gone, their doctors pronounce them well. We're so thankful, Father, and may every one that's even entered the doors of the campaign may every one of them be healed, granted, Lord. And now I pray that you will bless us together tonight in the closing of this meeting, and may the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ rest upon your humble servant, that the people might take heed and know that I have told them the truth, and by this they will believe. Bless these thank you, Father, as I lay hands up on them needy people, just look in here. Come, Lord Jesus, and take us out of this death house. <laughs> oh, God, let thy mercy see with these people. Some of them are, are Indians perhaps, some Spanish, some white, some colored. Oh, God, wherever they are, whoever they are, we're your people. Now, I pray that you'll deliver every one of them. May thy grace and blessings, and if I have found favor in your sight, answer my prayer, God. And I pray with the deepest of sincerity that you'll heal every person these packages touch. Granted, Lord. May it be done for God's glory in the name of his Son Jesus Christ. Amen. And in the little mix up of some of them have not to get your answer, just write I mean, I'll send you one. God bless you. Now, just a testimony, so we can start. I want to call just as many as I can to the platform. I've got about 10 minutes now so time to call. Just a little testimony. If you've I only give one testimony since I've been here because of capital all and preaching of the Word. Well, Mr. Baxter, the management sometimes is with me. They do the preaching, and I just come in and testify. Now, you see, when you're anointed, leaving home with that spirit on you, when you come in and go to preaching, then the first thing you know, you're in a different attitude. Now, then again, that kind of hinders the meeting a little bit as far as that part, but yet I've appreciated the opportunity to speak to you. Now, I want to kind of t- give a testimony, many thousands of testimony. My, if I would stand right here, for the next three weeks, in this platform, five hours a day, I could still be testifying of what I've seen our Lord Jesus do in right. incredible almost miracles, how that God has performed such great things. Not me now, how God has performed, see, there's no man that can perform these miracles. Jesus could not do it himself only as God let him know how to do it and what to do. Now, God was in. God was the one who done the work. Now I notice. But now I want to give a little testimony. I don't know what to start on. I'm kind of wondering, passing through my mind, what to say. Well, here's one. And then in just a few moments when we get to the field of the meeting. Then we're going to call for the prayer of line. And with you tonight. By God's help, I promise you that you're going to throw every speck of faith you can right into the Calvary tonight for your healing. Do that. Now, I just left Chicago a few weeks ago, and I come home, and being so tired I could hardly get up. And at home, bless their hearts, the people come, you can't turn them down, have to get there, so you just have to minister those are there. And I, We haven't eaten one time in our house. We've been living five years with the shades up. That's right. My wife—I guess they introduced her tonight here—that is going to. She's thirty-four years old and almost completely gray, as you know. If there's any credit to be given to the Branham family, it doesn't come to me. Give it to her. She's the one who stood between me and the door. Helping the people. Doing all that we can. Bless their heart. May God give her a peace in, uh, in the kingdom of God. Only a preacher can already realize what a preacher's wife goes through. You know it, brethren. I'm so glad God gives us a helpmate, aren't you? <laughs> yes, sir. A man's got a good, loyal wife ought to be so true and loyal to her. And she's got a good husband ought to be the same way. Look at the world today how it is a chaos. So when we I come home, I went out to an old friend by the name of George Wright. Down in the country where it was Georgie Carter, and you've heard that in the book, before, sort of course, her testimony. The thinnest person I ever seen even thinner than Florence Nightingale when she was healed. But Georgie only was a little woman to begin with, she only weighed about thirty-five pounds. You've heard her testimony. Laid there nine years and eight months and never moved off the of bed. And an hour from then, she was in the yard praising, leaping, shouting, giving God glory. She's my pianist in the Mill Down Baptist Church at Milltown, Indiana tonight. Never been to bed, only used to go to sleep at night since. And been there nine years, eight months, and couldn't even move. Couldn't even raise her spearman cups to sit in. Her limbs up here, her hips, wasn't that big around. If you'd seen that skeleton come from the bed, and go into the yard and sit down and bless the leaves and was sitting at the organ playing Jesus keeping me near the cross when her father come in and saved with a bucket of milk in his hand. Right. Then that things. She went to a church that didn't believe the days of miracles was past. And they said, If I ever entered their door, that they'd be put out of the church. So everybody's told them, not to let me come in. But Jesus sent me down there and I went in. She warned me to, you and God healed her, and now whole family still with the Holy Ghost, so that's different now. So, I went out to Mr. Rice, a dear old friend of mine, 70-something years old, and my wife, being with me in the meeting, we just know that this condition existed, and so when I went down there, I found him with a blood clot in the back of both of his eggs, and especially if it's been out there, way out in the country where it is, and said he only had about three or four days to live. That the blood drop of the hardening of the artery was, as soon as the blood drop was in his joints, the disease and as soon as it let loose, it would go to his heart, it would kill him instantly. If it went to his brain, it was paralyze No hope at all, special. Well, I happened to find that news when I went in and he was laying on the bed with his hand up crying. And uh, some an old brother, Brandon, we tried to give the Chicago, they sent telegrams, but I never didn't get them. So I went in, fell across the old man praying, asking God to let him live. And I stayed there that day about, about two or three days, praying for the man every day. And I was trying to relax of so morning. I'd get up, go out, get the old shotgun, go up on the hill and sit like a scare ladder. i come back down. Pray for him. Go back out. Finally, <coughs> people begin to find out I was over there. <coughs> okay, so I went back next day and by entertaining calling, and sitting out there, so I couldn't go up the house at the time. So then the next my wife called and said, Honey, I hate to call you but said you just going to have to come home because a missionary to the Jews, a very fine Christian woman. She lives in Lowell, go to ben Palestine at the same time as that I'm over there. And she's a very noted woman, a <coughs> graduate of Moody Bible in Chicago, and a fine woman of a strict believer in divine healing, goddess healer, and done many things in her family. And she her daughter was in the hospital and the doctor to give her up for some kind of poisoning from childbirth, and she was laying dying. The whole Baptist Hospital Center in Louisville, Kentucky which is a great hospital, I forget how many hundreds of rooms it's got in it. And one of the best medical staff there is in the nation, I suppose, is this big hospital. Many of you here from no the don't know where's that in the Broadway up there. And so, there she was laying there, and James C. Robertson, a great Christian attorney internationally known, very close friend of Kenneth Corsi in England, which is bringing me over to England this time, writes the uh, Like a Reader's Digest, goes all over the world. And he went up there and his is one of the presidents on the staff and they had done everything and got every doctor they could for this woman because he was a personal friend of Mrs. Baker also, uh girl's mother. So I went home well, I went in, the Wright family gave crying. said Brother Branham, Brother Shelby went out with me, his son, about 40 years old, he said, Brother Branham, what do you think about Dad? You think he's going to die? I said, Yes, Shelby, I believe your daddy's going to die. He said, Brother, I, I hate to give Dad up. His little sister come over and said, Brother Branham, what do you think of Daddy? I said, I believe he's going to die. I said, I believe he's going home to meet the Lord. Of course, we know Christians don't die, there's no such a scripture in the Bible, Christians don't die, they just go to the with of the Lord. Now, I said he's 72 years old, God promised him 70, now he's 72, and he's been a healthy strong man, but now his time's come, his doctor's been here, and said he was dying, and the blood clots was like it's swelling all up in his body now, perhaps, he's lived longer now than the doctor getting him to live. I've asked God, God never said a word to me, so I suppose God is willing to take him. I said he's a Christian, ready to go, so there's nothing he's lived his life, so I guess God will take him. That's all I knew. So they were crying, of course, I had a farewell prayer for him. Went on home. Thank you, brother. Went on home. And when I got home that night, that afternoon, I went over to the Baptist hospital and as soon as they got over there, there her, her son-in-law, the mother, the mother, ma- the old mother, her son-in-law, he was a Catholic, and after marrying this girl, had changed churches and become a Protestant. And the, his people were Catholic yet, so they sent for the priest to come and anoint the woman for death just for consolation for the family. So it has to be the Irish priest and I met there at the same time. I said, now just the moment. I have no disregard for any man's religion, as far as I'm concerned. But if—let me go in first. If this brother or this priest is going in there to anoint her for death, I'm going in to anoint her for life. I said, we can't get this mixed up. <laughs> well, I said, if you will, let me pronounce life on her first. So they let me go in. Then when I went in, there was a group of people standing there. She is kind of in a coma, swollen way up her eyes and everything, some kind of a poison that comes from childbirth that they could do nothing with. So the, the medical scientist. all went in and asked to be in the room along with her. I stood there. I said, Sister, do you remember me? And she trying to open her eyes, she said, who is it? And I said, Brother Branham. And she started crying, tears washing her, swollen face, young woman, about 22. And she said, oh right, Brother Branham, shake my hand, shake my hand. I said, now just don't be hysterically sister dear. see. And I told my old I said, I come to her prayer. She said, oh. Right. And just, I said, now be quiet, be quiet. See, don't get all emotional. Wait till God heals, you and then get emotional. And so I said, come silent, sanely, listening and out. So I laid the hands up on her and asked our dear Lord Jesus if he would heal her. I prayed for her, walked back from the bed, and was going to leave. I picked up my overcoat and hat. And when I turned around, up over that bed was that pillar of fire moving around and around. I knew he was going to say something. Now I hadn't solved anything for about a week or ten days since it left the Chicago meeting. And there it wasn't moving really on. I stood still. I seen what he said. I walked over to the bed and I said, My dear sister, though you know your condition, she said, Yes, Brother Branham. She said, I pray that God will show you vision. I said, He has. And I have thus their I said, in about six or eight hours, you're going to put a full motor here to try to bring you to, because you're going to go into a coma. But you're no more than going into it just the second you're coming out of it. And I said, it in the same up, Jimmy, his arms around me. said, just a minute. He said, brother, I need you say, just say the Lord, in 36 hours, my wife will be home. I said, if it is, I I'm a false prophet. He said, Brother Dan, my little baby had club feet. You prayed for it a dozen times, I guess. We had to all pray for him. One day, one was in the room that's packed full of people. You saw a baby and said, Thus pray the Lord in twenty-four hours, your baby's feet will be straight. So the next morning when I went to the crib, the baby's feet was straight, and it's been straight ever since. That (laughs) was the Lord's three. And he said, if you say, Thus saith the Lord, my life is going on in 36 hours, I'm not even going to, room to the room and go get my hat and go home and clean up work for it. <laughs> I said, God bless you right If that isn't true, then I'm a false prophet. Just remember, Thus saith the Lord. Grab his hat and the way he went. Now I come back outside downstairs with a fellow by the name of McGow. McGow Electric Company in Jeffersonville was at the bottom of the set. His top man in electricity, his mother had just been far from at Frankfurt, Frankfort, Kentucky with a the cancer, too, they didn't even soar up. She was 61 years old, the old up and they're just so full of malignancy. They just pulled her together taped her, laid her back on the bed and said she's going to die. Brother Mac, said, Brother, girl, surely you'll go up there about 7 miles from home. Well, I know you're sorry, honey, but i Oh, is he up I said, I'll go. So we got his car, and away we went. And I went up to the woman's place, had prayer fire, started out a hospital. Somebody put their hand on her shoulder. a little nurse, and she was crying. She said, "Preacher, I've always believed that I was cheated away when those things come back. The Bible days again. Said first time I ever heard of it. But said I believe what you ask God in every bottle would. I said, Well, bless your heart, sister. What do you ask of God? She said, I am not sick myself, but I said, What should I ask God for you? She said, Nothing but let me be a Christian like that too. I said, Well, God's to you, sister." Went out, went out home. I got in around about five o'clock in the morning. Two callers. The people sat before the door, had prayer for their money. Once the bed till about nine o'clock, I got up and started out of the house. Started out of the room, pardon, me, into the hall. Leaped out into another room. And I started out. I, just, I put on my bathrobe. Started out. Standing in the room was a very attractive young woman. I never thought it was Asian. I said, Good morning. What are you doing in here? And she never said a thing. She just turned her head said, Mother, that's just the way I expected it. And when I looked over sideways, I noticed a vision. There stood that gray-headed woman, 61 years old with cancer, or had cancer, standing by a phone, having a conversation over the phone with some of her transiting up against her kitchen class in the home. I said, Look at that. I said, Well, that's the woman that I prayed for last night. And just I heard something, clouds dropping, dropping. I looked around, I seen a wood of trees. And there was great big yellow clouds of clay dropping. And I heard on the angel of the speak. And say, so he said, Say unto the Lord, The people who are laughing at this right, he will dig their grave. Oh, <laughs> what a feeling! The next Sunday, following Sunday, the woman was home doing her work just as normally and well as she ever could be. Staffer, I don't, I mean the staffer the hospital, and uh, it was the Morgan Hospital in Frankfurt. The other all around how she got one, well, they couldn't find any of the cancer. You know what the doctor said when I asked him. He said, you know, I must have been mistaken. Oh no, I must have been mistaken. Then some of these others must have been mistaken or something. All right. And Mr. Wright, I called up and I said, I have just said the life said fellow Brian, he's almost paralyzed this morning. I said, buy a life or dig the grave as long as you were laughing at him, And I know that he's a grave digger, but he was. And on the second day, the blood clots left. They couldn't find a trace of him anywhere. And Mr. Wright's time, I'm proud of you to perfectly normal and well. What
1: is it? It's the Word of God coming out of glory. made manifest around us. That's
0: I spent my time to go to India, on the 23rd of that month, got too big a hurry, of course that's what I usually didn't, God, has to slow me up some. <laughs> just being an Irishman, you know, and, and trying to do things, uh, just hurrying to it. So then, I was going to the room, minister some people, and I said, a man with a towel over his head, Look, something on all this lady, sitting here now, that towel, across her head. It's kind of dark-complected, his nose was kind of kind flattened. Of and I said, How did you do, sir? I thought he saw the patience of house. He just raised his eyes and said, Brother Branham, don't go over seasons of September. Yes. Now look, I, I, I looked at him, he was gone. He was banished. Now, what is it? It's the word of the Lord made and manifest. When those visions are perfectly true. They are sent from God. Now compare that to any stranger in the gate. I wish you to compare that time. Go to my hometown. Get my book. Trace down any testimony. Ask any time It's every one time that a vision failed. And how these things are. And isn't that the same Lord Jesus that was with all out there that night on a stormy sea? Fourteen days and nights, no moon and stars. All hopes of the ever been? All hopes, everybody lost hopes. The old ship was right around. And there was
1: power.
0: Look! All hopes of being saved was gone, and power was down the gallery perhaps three. And the an angel of the Lord comes in and says, Dear, I fall down the sleep of the four seasons, God's get all those sails. And say, oh, we'll take it. Come, I got that little hook-long Jew shaking his hands and heart. Be a cheer. My, my, right in the midst of the storm. For the angel of God who's turned my and stood by me last like night said, Dear, I fall. And I believe God, he thought it would be just the way it was shown to me. In the beginning he saw the ship ranked up on a seashore, lone snakes bit him by the hand, and he him off the bottom of him to down. But where he goes? He was between three straits one time, not knowing where to go. And when he started one way, there's a man stood up and said, come over to Macedonia. Is that right? If this is, if this, he is got on the door for me, because this is that. And if this ain't that, I'm going to keep this to that time. (laughs) This is the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You're loving? I'm five minutes late and talking. God bless you. We will call the prayer line now start praying for the sick. How I love to tell about his goodness. All right, good for everybody's that I to see me or tonight. I don't know whether he'd get out there for us anymore or whether he did or didn't. Uh maybe, maybe. Oh, Sure. <laughs> All right. Now, I want you to notice that every time the Lord performs something here at the platform, he can do the same out there. Is that right? He can do the same. Now, this year, now, this is not a facial. It's not something uh, that's worked up. It's the power of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Just have faith and believe. And if you believe, all things are possible to them that believe. God bless you, number one. Billy? <laughs> well, if I said it again, we'll give you your time. <laughs> oh, All right. My boy has in a great house for me. Well, I, I'll tell you this one thing, not him, because he's sitting here, but he's just in the adolescent age. God's with the boy, though. If that boy will. Fully surrender in heart, the way you received him the Holy Spirit. Yes. But if you will fully surrender yourself, we'd have a double prayer line right here tonight. God smokes about we'll be going down the road somewhere, you say, Daddy. We've never been on the road before. You say we're going to pass a red barn. There's two cows standing near the fence, They're, they're a white cow, or something like that. You'll we'll drive for a few miles and see it, Daddy. <laughs> There you are. The other night I was coming over here. i never been to this place before. And he said, you know the strange thing is Daddy, that when you come into life there'll be a certain person meets at the door in a certain place. It's just that's the way it was. Yeah. See? It's the angel of the Lord, the gift of God, passing by the Lord. If he's only surrendering himself to that, we'll get a double on him started here. See? You pray. God grace that it will be. You want to receive with it to Africa? He's going back to get the, the Lord going if the army don't take him um, in this next trip. What prayer card did you get out, Paul? Hmm. What? Wow. One to a hundred. All right. Let's begin at one, man. All right. Prayer card. Heed. That's all I <laughs> That's a good number of good letters to start with. tonight isn't it? Who has prior card number one? T, number one. Raise up your hand. There. All right, ladies. And that's here. Number two. T, number two. Raise up your hand. Mother, it's only you guys up here at the platform. Stand up. You know, let's little more, I will. Uh, come here just a minute, honey. This is going to kill her to do this. She's so bashful. But I want her to come up here. i uh, This little wife, I thought she'd always... She's so bashful, so timid. I'll get her up here I have to go back to myself and... This is my little girl, Rebecca. This is Sarah. The queen of my life, Miss Brandon. One, sugar, the other, honey. I've got a sweet (laughs) family. And I look like John Dividends all the time, (laughs) doesn't it? All right. Little Rebecca here, just a word for her. Little Rebecca, eight years old, will be her birth. She saw her first vision about two weeks ago. One night in Hammond, Indiana, she was crying when they got me to out of the meeting and I was about to pass out myself and I said, what's the matter, honey? And she said, Daddy, she's waving back several thousand people, she's up in the balcony. She said, Daddy, some poor woman laying on a stretcher and you said, oh, what's the need? He raised up your hand, said you couldn't see her. She, and the crowd stood up and you couldn't see her. Her heart was breaking. Well, oh, honey, she didn't raise your hand, Jesus, her. She said, but darling, didn't, you didn't see her, and she wants you to see her. Well, I said, it'll be all right. Jesus, the healer. And the next night, this little fellow climbed up in that balcony and seen the woman and started praying for her. And that same night, the Holy Spirit turned me around to the woman, and she'd been floored in there by an airplane was terrorized from a strip, and God's power, and healing, and her were perfect. And I She packed her bed out of the that night. That's right. That's <laughs> up, all right, honey. Do you want to say a word? Do you want to say praise the God. Lord? Do you want to say a word? honey, while you're saying. She's kind of backwards. I'll say to her. We love you, I don't we, honey? You. And we appreciate the, the kindness of all you people. God bless you and thank you for this. Uh, giving her uh praise. God
1: bless you. Thank you. Prayer
0: card. What was that now? Eight. One, one, one. Well, next one, three. You got one, two, three here. Four. Who's got? Paracord number three. Is this the lady? You have paracord three? Three. by no, your right. Number four. Who has number four? You lady coming out? Four. Who has five? Who has paracord five? Six. Quickly, raise your hand. Six. All right. Seven. Paracord seven. We're trying to give them one at a time so we want to... Be sure to miss anyone. Seven. We're going to get to everyone tonight. Number 19. 20. How many of you, how are we getting on? Uh, How's up? Uh, huh? Oh, right here. Well, All right. All right. When at a time,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. to come, you can hack or whatever. <laughs> All right, everybody be reverent. We'll try to get those two and see if we can get some more. What kind of recommendation? All right. The Lord be blessed. Now, if you will, it's just as He is in that number. He is in that number. All right, brother, maybe we call it. If not, don't pay attention to it. You look here live. See? You go. You're going to get well. You believe that? You only have one hope, and that's in Jesus Christ, the Son of God. I have faith. I know he's troubled too, Mercy. I, I know what that is, but I'm just waiting to take rest tonight. I'm trying to watch for your faith. I have a life to unite. A few nights ago, you really know, thought it was over, didn't you? An angel of the Lord was so close to you, just right over you, was anointing you. See, what it Your nerves have been quieter than you, see? That's what it was. I want him to give him for you, see? I can't take it. I have to ask, you see, and you just scream with all your heart, and the man will be able to walk out of here tonight and take his head, and go home. Amen. Just have faith. Just have faith. We've not gone to God, sir. Just have faith. God bless you. All right. Now, let's sing only, if you will, now slowly. That's it. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sister. Say there too that I missed a while ago. The musicians. God bless you both. And all the special thing. That old Spanish choir, too. Gloria adios. That's all I know is Spanish. Is
1: that glory the God?
0: If Jesus Christ, the Son of God, will come and take all to me and we reproduce his life and his love to you people, from this day henceforth, you all claim to be your Savior and live for him and love him. Claim for your healing and you shall receive it. Now, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, I take every spirit in this room under my control for the glory of God. Lady, I just want to, to talk to you just a, a little bit. I, I have, well, I, I have no way of knowing knowing you, but it's only God who knows you. Is that right? Now, are this, we're strangers to each other, aren't we? Now, look, friend. This lady and I are strangers we have never met in our lives. We're perfectly strangers. And I suppose, are you Spanish? I thought so. She's, now, but she speaks English. Now we have, we all know one another. She's probably raised here in Arizona. Whether she was, she might have been coming from Mexico, so I don't know. But anyhow, we have gone perhaps miles apart and no not one another, never met before in our lives, are right here. Now, how, what would I know about the woman? Not a thing. God knows that to be the truth right now. But he knows everything about it. Is that right? Then he is raised from the dead. And he said, now, what if Jesus was standing here before the woman? Now, he couldn't tell her, I'll heal you, because he's already did that. If that's what you need. If you need finances, he needs her finances. She needs a Savior, he's her Savior. Whatever she has need of, Jesus Christ can supply that need and has supplied it. The only thing he could do if he were standing here would be tell her what her needs were, like he did the woman at the well. Here to begin with tonight is a perfect picture of Jesus at at that time at the well. Now, not me, but him. See? She is. a Spanish woman, and I'm Irish, what a difference. Alright, notice, those people came from Spain, mine from Ireland, but here we are standing Spanish too, just like Samaritans and Jews that night. Now, see, uh, if I have told the truth, that Jesus raised from the dead and promised the things that he did, when you do all well in our I that when I was born, no religion at all. My people before me from Ireland, of course, were Catholic. But my family had no religion at all. In the very morning when I was born, three minutes old, when they opened a little window, not the kind you have here in Phoenix, you a little wooden door, just pushed it open, this jelly of fire that you see here, come right in and hung over where I was The first thing I can remember is seeing a vision. See, nothing that I've done. God just let me come on this earth to do this work for Him. I'm only doing my duty to God. See? Nothing for me is for you. Now, if He's standing here, the same yesterday and forever, He'll know it. Now, lady, I just want to look at you just a moment to speak with you, just to contact your spirit and to uh, to see what the Lord would tell me. Of course, you know I've been stalling for something. It's an arming of the, the angel of the law, Because if he doesn't come, then I know nothing. But when he comes, he knows all the things. If he will buy his drink, let me know what's wrong with you. You will accept your healing or whatever it is. Is that right? There you are. That's some kind of spell. It's eclectic. Isn't that right? Now, just a moment. Now, here's the thing. There's something wrong with the woman that's vision's and There's something wrong with the woman. I know that's jerk from the audience. Now, be reverent. Now, friends, this is not playing church. Now, be reverent. Now, just a moment, ladies. I want you to look this way again. I lost what it was. There it is. You have something you follow with or something. It's called epilepsy. There it is again. That man has epilepsy set right there. Isn't that right? Lay your hand over on you. Look here, lady. Look here, sir. That demon. Can you look here? I can see that with my eyes. See that black streak moving from one to the other? That's them demons trying to want to go for help.
1: They know their time's come.
0: Look here, lady. I want to see what's going to
1: happen.
0: You're worried about somebody, too. Yes, she has cancer. Is that right? And don't you live near the mountains by Superior or something? Is that right? Your minds on oh God. Almighty God, I'll create over the earth. I condemn this terrible. You don't stop scaring me to see all Jesus Christ. We can cast you out right and out of standards this representation. Come out of it. in the name of Jesus Christ. May they go be made well. you'll see the glory of You're waving your hand uh, there, sister. You were kind enough to put your hand on that man's back for me to pray with me. Now you've been having cold trouble, haven't you? Isn't that right? Raise up your hand, that's right. Now nice. I bless you. God bless you. You were kind to of someone else. God be with you. Believe with all your heart. Believe that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is here. You shall have what you have. All right, Brother Brown, Frank. How do you do? The baby, a my sweetheart. All right. All right, Dad, I want you to look at me a minute. You believe me to be God's servant? I believe that comes from a true heart. Yes, it's far follow the baby. If I can tell you, by the power of God, I couldn't leave your child. But if I could tell what's wrong with the child, would you accept Jesus as a child healer? The baby is suffering from tumors. Is that right? It's two tumors, and they are one on each kidney. In the name of Jesus Christ, God, I condemn the tumor that has leave the child in Jesus' name.
1: Amen. Let's say, praise be to God. I, I Amen.
0: Oh, the next, who's the lady that says, Look on me, sister, do you believe me to be God's prophet? A, a servant? I meant to say. I don't know you, but God knows you. If the Lord Jesus will let me know what is wrong with you, will you accept your healing? Look on me then, just a minute. Same way Peter and John passed through the gate called Beautiful and said, look on us. I see a crash. You've been in an automobile accident. And it's your back. Is that right? You believe Jesus makes you well? All right, you're going to have your evening you go on, and go home now and be well. Mm-hmm. Have faith. All
1: right.
0: Believe, all, only believe all things are possible. Pray for me, church. I'm getting used as that. All right. You'll never know what that does to me. I can see an airplane fly through here just then. Here it is. It's for that little mother. Got a, somewhere there. Got a Sunday Air Force, is That's right. Stand up. You're thinking about him and you. God healed him just then. You'll hear from him. God bless you.
1: Go to and be in mercy. We are strangers
0: to each other, our, our relations. I don't know you, but God does know you. You believe me to be his prophet? Or his you know, to see? A prophet is a preacher, and I might sometimes just speak to like that We are strangers to each other, aren't we? I don't think I ever seen it. You. But you're having some trouble. And uh, some examination has shown you're looking around on the back at the hospital or clinic or some kind of an x-ray thing. It's a falling kidney. A cancer also. I have seen now look at the other doctor and chuck his head. Isn't that true? You believe Jesus, to make you well? of Heavenly Father, as I hold my hands against your body, make you believe, make you live, Lord, for your glory. In Jesus Christ's name, I ask it for God's glory. Amen. You believe me, lady, The is that lady sitting there, you believe me to be God's prophet? Wouldn't you like to go home and eat a good feast and supper again, get over the stomach trouble. be made well? If you believe with all your heart, you may receive it. You believe it? All right, stand up to your feet, say, I accept right, it now, and go home, be made well, heal in Jesus Christ's name. Watch this prayer around. You believe God healed? you that heart trouble? Sitting there with your finger crossed to your mouth. You believe with all your heart that God would heal you? Do it. Stand up to your feet, etc. You? Yes, that's you. That's right. Stand up. Jesus Christ makes sure you well. Amen. Since you were so kind, lady, I want to go that asthmatic condition left also. Amen. How you doing? God bless you, and you may well. Let's say praise be to God who gives us the victory in our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Have faith in God. strangers to one another God alone knows us but he does know us. I don't know you and you not knowing me Well, God was God, you? Is that God or is that man? That back there? I see you're praying about a mother too, and a mother's got TB, hasn't she? Isn't that right? You will accept and believe you shall receive what you've asked for. You can believe it. strangers to each other, but not before God. Sometimes he's moving out over there, or he's back in the dark. Christian, branch forth, sitting back in there, just keep praying. I've seen a little child in here somewhere's got a heart trouble, sitting right back in there. I can't see it under the light here. But it's hanging to a child with heart trouble. You believe you're going to heal it? You accept it? Stand up to your feet. God bless you. Go on, and may you don't want to make All you believe, all
1: things are
0: possible. Just keeps moving out of the audience. You're moving from. You're not from this city. You've got something you I see Indians around where you're at. You are a, a missionary. You the Indians. And you're from a place I see where you come down past and find Parker it's called Parker, Arizona. And you've uh, got a, a, a gallbladder trouble. And your very poor veins are in your legs, and liver trouble. Part of you has acid in your mouth and bitterness. Isn't that right? Well, I see you talking to a man that I know. He's a beast fellow. It's George Craig from Indiana.
1: And
0: is there someone else with you? A woman? A missionary to you that's suffering with the same thing that you have. Go your hands over because you're both in your the <laughs> faith in God. Go doubt. You
1: believe? All things are possible. With them,
0: never believe. You walk in all the hard trouble, lady. Please God, what? He heals your right hand. Stand up on your feet. Jesus Christ, make your whole. Now, you're going to interpret our words. She is she's Spanish, of course, and she has um, she's got a heart trouble and beat diabetes. Is that right? And by faith, you're Catholic. Catholic, is that right? You believe to be God's prophet? You accept Jesus now as healer and savior? In the name of Jesus Christ, I contend that the demon that found the woman may come out
1: of her. May the joy and peace of God be upon you and for your.
0: Let us say, Praise the Lord. Good evening. You speak English? A little bit. You believe me to be God's prophet? Thank you. I'm not saying that. He told me if I get the people to believe me, and the only way when I catch your spirit, you—if I told the truth of Jesus Christ then he will vindicate that I'm telling the truth. Is that right? Now I go to meet you. I see an accident. You've had an accident, a car accident. It smacked your
1: wrist.
0: <laughs> uh, don't they call you luck or something like that? that? Is your name, screw? Brutal, Brutal, is that right? Don't you live near the mountain? You're from Superior, Arizona. He well,
1: knows
0: I accept that in Jesus' name, God bless you, Lord Jesus Christ Jesus. You green, lady, you want to go into a few more troubles? First, accept Jesus that he may well. You believe it with all your heart. You want to go into some trouble too? Go eat your suffering in the name of Jesus Christ. As he
1: may well. You want to go back to a few more troubles? Go thank you God and praise the God Oh, I'm here for to be here.
0: Have faith. Have Come, ladies. You're young. You're nervous. Upset. Made a path to culture in your stomach for stomach color. Go eat. Jesus Christ is eat. Come. You've got an abscess on the ovary, a female couple. Jesus Christ
1: makes you all go home because you, you girl. In the name of Jesus Christ. Um, you
0: have a nervous condition because oh, you feel real gloomy in the afternoon. I see you again turning away from the table. You've got an ulcer in your stomach. Is that right? You did have it. You have it now. Go around. You believe your lady? The most serious disease in the world, heart trouble you had. Go home now and be made well. In the name of Jesus Christ. Believe with all your heart. You believe your lady is God's servant? You got a coughing condition which makes it asthmatic. Go home and believe God. All right. You believe your lady with all your heart? Pardon? You got anemia condition. Isn't that right? And you're not a Christian. You're, you've been thinking about becoming a Christian. What about doing it right now? And God will take you to Calvary, the blood transfusion from his son. Will you
1: take him as your you. Bring new all them, in the name of Jesus Christ.